Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and it's Halloween to October 31st, 2023. So I hope you have a good time if you're taking the kids out for Halloween or going out yourself or whatever the case may be. Just have fun and be safe out there if you're going. All right, we've got a nice show for you today with a great old friend, Dr. Maria Armstrong, is here. She's the executive director of the Association of Latino Administrators and Superintendents, better known as ALAS. That's at alasedu.org. And uh, she, she does a wonderful job of leading this organization. They just got back from their 20th anniversary summit. She's going to give us the update on that because it included a speech from the, the U.S. Secretary of Education, who is of Latino background, Miguel Cardona, and also with the uh, gentleman who, the uh, NASA astronaut, okay, uh, Jose Hernandez, whose life story was made into a film that's on, I think it's on Netflix right now. It's called A Million Miles Away. Okay, but wherever it is, it's worth watching. And uh, so, and, and, and the whole idea is that to, I, I always like to say this, to show the impact of Latino culture on America, which, which is a huge portion of our population. Obviously, we need to understand the, the impact and culture and see how it all fits into the salad bowl that we work in to make it into a melting pot. It's really great stuff. They've got plans for 2023. Two from Alas that we're going to be talking about with Maria, who is just terrific to have on the show. We're going to archive over at ace-ed.org, like we always do, the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education, and everything we do over there is free. So please go over and check out our magazine, which is called Equity and Access Pre-K-12. Just click through on the cover. You'll see it there. And enjoy the latest issue. You can also uh, sign up, start to nominate yourself, your colleagues, your school, etc. Okay, for our Excellence in Equity Awards program that we just started for the educator side. We finished the industry side. Now we're doing the educator side. And everything we do over there is free, by the way. And, of course, you can listen to any podcast under the podcast link as well. Again, aceace-ed.org. That's us. And here's Maria. Hello, Maria. It's Larry here. Larry, my friend, it's so good to be back. Thank you so much for having me. You are always welcome here, Maria. I got to tell you, you lead a great organization. You do a great job leading a great organization. And by the way, are you, are you out west today? Where are you today? I know you, I, sometimes DC. you're in San Diego, sometimes you're in D.C. Where are you today? <laughs> I'm in D.C. I'm ah, in good DC. enough. So I don't have to thank sun you for getting up with, so early. <laughs> no, hey, sun is out with a little bit of chill in the air, and, and the and the uh, fall colors are, are full bloom there. So it's it's a, it's a gorgeous day. That's great. I'm up here in Maine, as you know, and uh, the colors are the colors are still good, but they're not spectacular. We're past our prime, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. So enjoy them down in D.C. It is beautiful when all the colors change and all that sort of thing. Where was your summit, the 20th anniversary summit? Where did you have a hold that? Yeah, so, you know, um, I've shared with you before how each year we change location. And yeah. um, this year it was in San Antonio, Texas. Fabulous. So we all convened, yeah, we all convened there right uh, along the uh, Riverwalk. Oh, that's just beautiful. Did you visit the Alamo as well? Yeah, you know, um, we did. We had a we had a function there. We, oh, good. Um, you know, yeah, so it was all good. <laughs> 
That's funny. And, and you know, because you have a function, it's a famous for the for the great battle of the Alamo with Davy Crockett right. and then General Santa Ana and all that sort of stuff. And I, when I first saw the Alamo, I, I, I bet you had the same reaction. It, it's so much smaller than what I expected it to be. You expect it to be bigger. It's smaller. Did you get that same impression? Uh, you know, I've visited so many different kinds of pueblos in my in my lifetime. Um, uh, and so knowing that, you know, we always imagine something far bigger than they really are, yeah. right? But, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's a, you know, it's a different, um, people walk in there with uh, with different perspectives, for sure. But it, it is, yeah. um, you know, it's a, it's a place where we knew we wanted to, um, you know, bring people to, so that they could have that discussion of different perspectives. Well, absolutely, and it, it, it's it's the play. It, it's such an important place in Latino U.S. history, Mexican U.S. history. Okay, no matter which yeah, side you're on, yeah. it's an important. I mean, everybody's kind of on the same side these days, but but the point is, okay. No matter which side you're thinking or which way you want to think about it, it's an important place. It's a pivotal place in American That's history. Right. I, I think it's great that you guys yeah. were there, and it is. So it's 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 again it's Mexican American history which really is lost on a lot of people. All the all the things that happened with Mexico in our history, I find, I find, just find That's it right. really That's really right. interesting. And Dr. Cardona was down there, the U.S. Secretary of Education. Did he give the speech live and in color down there? Yeah, well, you know, we 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 always start out with a theme, you know, Larry. And this year, yeah. because it was our 20th anniversary. Um, it was celebrar, which in Spanish means to celebrate, um, and then also to create. So celebrar, create, and call to action. And the celebration part was, of course, we um, ha- we had our um, our twelve original founders of Alas were invited. Ten oh, of the nice. twelve, yeah, nice. ten of the twelve um, were able to attend, and we honored them. Of course, they were even a part of a, <laughs> a very first plenary of uh on, on the kickoff day and so it was great it was it was really important for them to be able to see you know the the seeds and the fruit of their labor because what started out as 12 they got to experience that 526 wow. in as attendees and wow. so yeah <laughs> it was that that was the that was what we were wanting to Sweet. really afford that experience to to honor them for their work. And then, of course, to create was to underscore, you, you know, we've, we've been the little engine that could, if you will. So now that we've hit that 20 mark, um, you know, what's next, 5, 10, and 20 years down the line? This is a time to, to create. And, and then, you know, being able to gather in a space where there's a lot of, um, we were focused around learning um, and, Excuse yeah, me, what I call yeah. learning and discovery sessions, and that was it's okay to learn stuff and it's important to learn stuff, but what are you going to do with it? And so that call to action, we yeah. really wanted to make sure that that's always a touch point with any of our um, our summits. And so we, you know, we again we uh, wanted those opportunities to be centered around this theme, um, as and to be cemented in the three pillars of ALAS, you know, that policy advocacy, the networking. Uh, for for information yep. mobilization amongst our members and and also the professional growth and leadership development those three pillars remain yep. the same and it was great to have um, uh, Dr. Cardona speak about the the he too underscored 
you know, what, what do we need to focus on and continuously push and steam, um, you know, was, was, it is and continues to be a, a focal point for ALAS. And uh, so that, that in turn also led to, as you mentioned, you know, um, Jose Hernandez, former astronaut out of California, um, you know, I had been working with, I had the honor, the, dis, the I mean, I'm talking the distinguished honor of working with them over the past few months leading up to the summit. Um, and that's because, um, you know, when we were working on, on uh, we did a webcast to, together, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I got to interview him, um, and, yeah. and it was to be able to promote um, A Million Miles Away through Prime. Yeah. Um, and so uh, working with Prime, it was just, if I could deviate oh, it's on Prime. a little Thank bit. You. Thank you. Um, Thank you. The, the, I, said, the, I said Netflix before. It was on yeah. Prime. Thank you for correcting <laughs> me. Yeah. No, yeah, no worries. But it was very, you know, I believe that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, the, it, it really is, is where you, um, a lot of it is what you believe in. And I do believe that mm. things were working in the space that um, my daughter-in-law, who works, my, both of my kids work in, in the industry, entertainment industry down in Hollywood. And, and so my daughter-in-law called <laughs> me one day um, early on, I want to say like in May, and she said, your name came up in a meeting that ah. she was with, with Prime. I said, my wow. name? She said, yes. She said, the people from WebEx have worked with you. And so they said, we really need to contact Dr. Armstrong. And my daughter-in-law <laughs> says, wait a minute, are you talking about Dr. Maria Armstrong, who's been posed for Alas? And they said, yes. She's, she's like, that's my mother-in-law. <laughs> so from the very outset, I had to share that with you, Larry, because that's hilarious, right? That is. Um, but from the very <laughs> outset, being able to connect with, you know, I call him Dr. Hernandez because he is an honorary. Um, uh, just being able to to be in different spaces with him, we 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 were no also, pun intended. No pun intended. Different yeah, spaces. No pun, yeah. no pun intended. But He's an we, astronaut. We, we, we were engaged to. Uh, we were engaged in in a in a uh, um, an opportunity with the Houston ISD. Um, we went down there uh, over the summer uh, right before when school started. And uh, for Latino Heritage Month in, in uh, early uh, or mid-September. And we did a surprise visit to the kids out there in grades um, uh, grades 5 through uh, 12. So um, to have him there and see him in action, interact <laughs> with kids, and the kids, the questions that they came up with were just brilliant. And so um, from that point on, you know, it was like, Having them at the at the conference was just so apropos in the sense that here is a living example, and you if you haven't seen the movie, right. I encourage you to because I haven't seen it and I will watch it. Yeah, I have not seen it yet, but I will watch it. Yeah, were so moved by him that hadn't even watched the movie that they immediately either if they lived in the area they went home or they rented it in their hotel room <laughs> they came back yeah. the next day and said they had to watch it that night and they were so moved by it oh, and so oh. it just resonates on so many levels and so to have him um be able to to share his story and the incredible performance by actor Michael Pena, who really just nailed it. Um, hmm. I, I tell you, it, w it was one of the highlights of my life, having, oh. having been able to work work with him. He's just 
such a humble man. And so being able to hear, you know, Cardona, um, uh, Secretary Cardona talk about Mm -hmm. um, the importance of STEM to STEAM um, and then to have it actualized was was, um, just befitting for the the conference. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, uh, again, I, I, want, I have to ask you this. I want to just get back to what you said. You know, it's the 20th anniversary. And, and, and mm-hmm. I think, I'm not exactly sure of this, but I think I would kind of bet you that the original goal of the organization was to bring more Latino people into educational administration of schools, all right, or, or of districts, et cetera. But I know for a fact, as we've talked so many times, Maria, that that has changed. You still want to do that, okay? Because we, we, with so many of our students are Latino, you want people of the same culture there, understanding it, engaging with them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's Alas has expanded, okay? And it's done a wonderful thing. And it wants every teacher and every administrator under to understand, okay, that basically a third of our students are Latino. And that the more we bring Latino culture, Latino history into our classrooms, we are affecting not only those one third at 33 percent, but all the other kids who begin to understand what an important part of this. You know, and I'll say go back to again what I said from the beginning for the kids my age, my age. And I'm, a, I'm a history teacher. I know the answer. But a lot of people see the Alamo or, as, mm-hmm. as Davy Crockett. Okay, which is, Mm -hmm, yeah, that's mm -hmm. what it was. We grew up with that stuff. I'm showing my age here. But but it's really a piece of America, of of American history. And I'll say it again, of Mexican history. And it's a strong part of it. I remember going to Arizona and there's a big sign for this. This land here was part of the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. Okay, well, that Mm -hmm. again is part of Mexican American history. Most people would drive by that sign. What in hell is that? Okay, mm-hmm. and what I mm-hmm. and if I may, Alas has expanded itself. It's gone from just trying to bring more Latinos into educational administration to bring more Latino culture and history into all of education. Am I right? I, am I right? Yeah, yeah. That's the way yeah, I look I at would, it. Yeah, you know, and I would totally agree. And, and you know, it's not so much that the pillars are still the same. You know, the focus is still the same as far as that. It's not that we've changed. I I agree wholeheartedly. It's that we've expanded because we're, well, I'll, in, I'll in give you that. So, yeah, in do, expanded. I like so, that word better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in doing so, what we're saying is we are wanting to share our table with everybody because exactly. when you invite people when you invite people to the table to listen to the stories and again going back to those perspectives because oftentimes what whoever's writing the book it's from that one perspective <laughs> that's and so, right and so until <laughs> until you until you uh as a as a child learn how to think for yourself and are afforded the multitude of stories and exposure to that and histories and 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 being able to say okay here are here are fact versus fiction, and be able to then deduce your own understanding of, wow, there are many facets to this one story. And I would have never been exposed to that had I not sat at this table with a very diverse group of Latinos and their Thank history, you. their culture. Yep. And so what we're saying is we've expanded <laughs> to make sure that we're, we're <laughs> having other people sit at, sit at our table to, to, to learn from that. 
Absolutely. And I just, I always love this. You know, we say Latino culture, but Latino culture makes up a lot of countries. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Mexico is, if I may, Mexico is not Portugal. Portugal is not Uruguay. Argentina is not Bolivia. And we can go right down the list and such and such, whatever is not Nicaragua. Okay. Every country is different. You know, we tend to group the group together. And it really is such a diverse group in and of itself. Okay, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to think about and a lot of things to learn that's important. That, again, we understand that a third of our students out there are Latino. Okay, it's that it. simple. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you, it. Yeah, I agree. I want to ask you about this. Uh, you guys, I'm, I'm trying to understand, you, you, you participated in it, you, literally you, participated in an ALAS book project about STEAM. And you called it From STEM to STEAM. We all know what those phrases are in the education. Latino perspectives. What what what, what was this about? Talk so about this. You, you know, Don't yeah, like you know, yeah. the um, again, it was it was befitting because of the fact that uh, over a year ago, I had reached out to some of our members, and we had been um, uh, working with the Gates Foundation and Community Wealth Builders because I applied for a grant for Alas to really. Um, start to affect um, student lives as well as educate our educators uh, a little bit more in depth on what can we do collectively um, to help move the needle when it comes to um, mathematics. And so because, you know, just like literacy is important, of course, and literacy is in math, just like math is in everything. And so so what we wanted to do is elevate, elevate that need. And so uh, through the foundation, uh, we were able to have a little bit of of, um, of monies to be able to do some things, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. But what it did do was start thinking about, hey, how much of our um, who in our in our in our field in our collective membership would like to uh, champion and write a chapter, and let's let's huh. let's write our own book. Let's put out what our what our own experiences are. Like yeah. You know, let's not wait for people to tell us that this is what it should or should not be. Um, let's let's go ahead and do that. And you know, um, it was it was just so um, I mean humbling. Again, that's the only word that comes to mind to be able to have um, our members step up in their busy day lives to say absolutely. And um, we started this project probably about a year, about 18 months ago or so, and we come to find out, um, you know, the the publisher that we had worked with on a different project, um, they kind of dropped us because it was going to cost a lot of money, and that's not we're a nonprofit, so we count our right, pennies, right. Larry, you know. Sure. And so, um, that's so you should, we, we by the way, we couldn't we couldn't move forward, but uh, lo and behold, when there's a will, there's a way. Um, it so happened that uh, cross paths with Capstone Publishing out in um, at a meeting I was in in Denver uh, uh, in Colorado uh, one evening, and and in just in passing we started talking about this. And I didn't know that they were a publishing company, but we started you know chit chatting. And the next thing you know, they they offered <laughs> they offered they to, are. I know to, them publish, well. yeah. to publish our our book at no cost. And the reason why we wanted to do this book was twofold. One, to get out the Latino voice, the authentic voice and their perspective. And two, to use the proceeds to start to fill the kettle, if you will, for our student scholarships. 
because um, that's something that we have been we've had it for a long time, but the well's been dry. And so we we wanted to figure out ways how could we replenish that. And so that's how we became um, became a partnership with Capstone. And and that's I nice. reached back out to those to the the original um, authors of of the of the book. And we went ahead and um, we wrote it, and our launch date was at the summit. So at our 20th anniversary, we were also able to launch from STEM to STEAM Latino Perspectives. Yeah, and I'm going to ask you a funny question. What is, when you say all this, by the way, it's great that happened. I love Capstone. They're great people. Um, I know them well. Okay, but what is, when you say a Latino perspective on STEM and STEAM, what does that mean? What, what's that? Are you, know, you highlighting famous Latino scientists or famous? I, I, don't tell me. I, I just don't know. Yeah. I'm curious how, how it so, all worked out. Yeah. One of the what's com- it about? One of the conversations, yeah, one of the conversations early on with, um, in writing uh, the book, we all have our, our different take, but what we had was a, a common theme. And we either saw it, uh, you know, we witnessed it in the classroom firsthand. We experienced it. Um, ourselves, or we experienced it within our children. And that common thread was that many of our Latino kids, black and brown kids, were being pushed out of schools for things like um, graffiti, for things like um, wanting to, you know, uh, uh, do their music and and have their spoken word. Hair length is another one. Rap, call it rap, call it what you like. Um, But that was their artistic expression. And so we found that through the arts, a lot of our kids that doodled in class were found as disrespectful and not paying attention. A lot of our kids were, you know, disciplined because of that. And so what we wanted to emphasize was the arts as the common, and why we went from STEM to STEAM is because arts now, once you know, once you understand, you actually can foster that talent versus discipline or you know, in some cases, just mm-hmm. kick out. And so um, w- that was the common thread for, for us all. But um, I, think, I think in the writing of this, we, we not only touch upon that uh, through these experiences, but we also emphasize how we can use these um, talents to really underscore the science, the technology, the engineering, and the math through art. We just have to be cognizant hmm. as adults how to, how to actually connect with that math teacher, connect with that history teacher, connect with that science teacher and so forth, and say, look, um, I am teaching, you know, today I'm going to be teaching geometry. Well, that's all art if you took it from that perspective. Absolutely. Shift the lens in, in the learning, and um, not just the learning for kids, but in the learning of adults to be able to, to teach that for our kids. It's so, it's so good. I, I hope the book does very well. I mean, it's, re- it's really, really important. And, again, you've got to engage these kids. We have about five minutes left. That's all we have left of this show. And I want to talk <laughs> about something else you're doing, because I love talking to you. You know that. Okay? Uh, and I, I love what you guys do here, because <laughs> – because there's a lot of people who don't actually understand that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. Hello. Just in case you forgot, that, that happens to be a fact. 
Good. I won't get into that right. I I won't get into that right now. And you you worked with the Hurricane Maria rebuild and all that sort of thing, etc. But you have a sister schools program. And real quick, go into that. Talk talk about your Alas sister schools program, Maria. Well, that that is yeah, and that's I touched upon it all uh, just a minute ago when I talked about the uh, Gates Foundation Community Wealth Builders Grant. So a part of that a part of that grant has actually led us to be able to. Um, create sister schools. And the sister school project is four nice. schools um, in Puerto Rico on the island and then Puerto Rico, I mean, uh, four schools on the mainland uh, here in the U.S. And oh, so, right, yeah. Um, so across the U.S., I should say. Um, yeah. Uh, and so in California, New York, um, uh, Vermont, and, huh. uh, yeah, yeah, our good friend Renee is involved. We've got, we've wow. got Vermont there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and um, one more school. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Um, uh, and there's schools here and four schools on the island. What we did was we paired them by grade level. And so mm-hmm. um, what they're doing is they're focused on a problem of practice. And so using STEAM, they will be able to STEAM techniques and principles they will be able to actually create a project that they're going to work on um, as, a, as sister schools. But and a quick example is uh, I use is food scarcity. Should they decide to do oh, that, yeah. and let's, say, let's say the school in New York is um, looking at it from a, 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 a farm-to-fork kind of focus, and the schools in Puerto Rico are looking at it from we're growing this food on our soil and we're worried about the toxicity of our soil. Yep. And so there's going to be there's going to be that kind of exchange to start thinking about uh, real world problems with maybe uh, a twist on those real world solutions, whether it's more information gathering or even to be able to inform others of something that they come across. Um, I'm part of that, we are in partnership with TED Talks, and so the kids at the at the end of all of this will be able to videotape their own uh, student TED Talk, and then we are, are going to be submitting that. And, and what one somebody, one, uh, uh, you know, highlighted a student may, wake, may make their way up to that student TED Talk stage. So we're super excited about this project. Um, the teachers, we've been meeting with them, the kids. Um, and so it's, it's, um, we're, we're really looking forward to what kind of experience um, they're gonna they're gonna have, and that to us is is so important because we believe that if we create that environment and that experience for them, the rest will follow. Yeah, and it will. You always come up with great stuff. Alas is a great organization, Marie. It's great to have you on the show today. Can't thank you enough for taking time. Okay, thank, thank you. you. You're Take more care. than welcome, and keep up the good work. You you do great work over there. They got a great leader at alascdu.org. That's you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. The one and only Dr. Maria Armstrong, alasedu.org. It is a great organization, and she's done. She has done has great leadership skills. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Check everything we do out there. Everything we do over there is free. And thanks so much for listening. My name's Larry Jacobs. <laughs>